Welcome to the Intellectual Freedom Podcast. Here we analyze politics, culture, technology, personal growth and development, and society at large through the lens of critical thinking and open-mindedness, not demagoguery and partisan hyperbole. I'm Dr. David Hopkins, Humanities Professor, your host and guide. So without further delay, let's get started. This podcast was actually inspired by a question that I got from a student. And the question is pretty simple. I don't know what I want to study. This may be the most typical and most common question that I get. It's it's important because it is profound. For college students that are heading down a degree path, then changing directions, if one isn't careful, that change, if it doesn't happen early on, it can lead to thousands of dollars of bills and more time in college. But, you know, it's not just really about young adults, actually. There are people in their 30s, their 40s, or 50s even that have that feeling that I do not like what I'm doing or this job is boring and not fulfilling, but I have no clue what it is I would rather be doing than what I'm doing right now. So they stay in the same place. The other day I was reading Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, which, by the way, you need to read Meditations uh, if you haven't. I think pretty much every person on the planet Earth should read this thing. But, But anyway, when the student lamented to me, I don't have any idea what I want to study. My response, as it usually is, was to ask her, What would your ideal day look like? What would your ideal day look like? And get these these strange looks on their face when they hear that question. Like, what does that have anything to do with my career? But from beginning to end, all of us need to understand and try and envision what that ideal day would look like. You know what I'm talking about here. That kind of day where you're just fulfilled. Look, don't be flippant with the response. Don't say, well, my ideal day is drinking beer, playing video games, watching football, and taking a nap. No, it isn't. No, it is not. If if you did that every single day, you would get bored out of your mind, or you would get sick and unhealthy, Or you would feel terrible. You would get anxious. It probably wouldn't even take that long. Maybe a week or two before you would just feel lost, anxious, maybe even depressed because you just feel like you're doing nothing. Humans, you and I are like sled dogs more than we like to admit. We need to have something to pull against. So your ideal life is not doing nothing. So Whether you are age 18 or 48, write down on a piece of paper exactly what an ideal day would look like in as much detail as you can come up with. What is it that would make you fulfilled? Not that what would make you feel like some sort of a lazy slug, but what would fulfill you for the long term? What are your passions? What are those things you look forward to doing? What are those things you find meaningful, enjoyable? This is the very first step to figuring out your meaning in life. So let's, for the sake of argument, say that, well, I just, I don't know. 
It isn't clear. It isn't obvious. No perfect image is coming into focus right out of my mind, which that would actually be normal, right? I mean, things in life that are important are not always perfectly clear. They're not always focused and they're not tied up in a nice little present with a bow on the top every single time. So, well, okay, then we need to go to the next step because we have to take a step. We can't just wallow in the unknown forever. We can't get gobbled up by doing nothing over and over and over again. So maybe if you can't get a perfectly clear vision and maybe it's two or three things, you just need to pick something. Start somewhere. Start with something. Try one course in one field that you have an interest. Pick it and work at it. Or if you're an adult and let's say you're not in college and you're considering career changing, maybe you need to pick up a short certification course or heck, take a free self-education course. Uh, there's a million ways that you can educate yourself without sticking your neck out there too far. You just have to give it a shot in something that you think that you might enjoy. So now you're moving towards something. There's immense value in that step. There's excitement in this. Yeah, there's all kinds of apprehensions too, but, but, but now you're on a path and you're moving towards something. Then as you explore and you study and you learn things, uh, ideas will start coming into a little better focus for you. Uh, maybe you'll figure it out like, yeah, I love this major in college or yeah, I love this idea for a new career and I want more. Or maybe the opposite happens and you start going down that path and it just isn't exciting for you and it's it's not what you actually thought it was going to be. Well, there's incredible value in that too because now you can rule something out. This is how our minds work. We have an opinion and a bias towards something. All of us do on everything. Then we learn and it validates or it invalidates a position. And this keeps us moving towards something. In essence, even if that move in a direction proves to be the wrong choice, you still learn and it's still actually advancing you on your life journey. There's just too much societal BS pressure uh, to get things right the first time, but things don't always work like that and you need to cast that to the side. Nobody gets it right and perfect the very first time. And then when they say they do, they're probably just lying to you. The key then becomes you just try something new. Just try something new. But you, but I need to warn you here. Don't go at it half-assed. As, as if you do that, you can't know if what you're trying is truly what you want. You can't be soft and you can't quit the second it gets a little hard. You have to push through it and mentally you have to have that discipline to say, I'm going to give this my full energy effort to make this work. You need to have a difficult conversation with yourself and ask, you know, what would happen if you actually, truly, completely sold out and worked as hard as you, as you could on something my guess is if you gave everything you had towards something 
you would be stunned, amazed at how far you can go. The problem is most people won't push it as good, as hard as they can push it. Far too many students come to me and say, oh, I I had this dream. I was going to go to medic. I was going to go to medical school, but I didn't really like it. Then come to find out they quit after one chemistry class got hard. Or a person says, you know, I was going to be a software engineer. I was going to the engineering department at University of South Florida. Uh, but, you know, I just I decided I just quit after that first advanced math class. Because if you quit and change when things are hard, well, you will never find that thing you were meant to become because you're quitting things before you even have a chance to reach the goal. So if you want to figure out that thing that you're destined to become, sacrifice is required. You may not want to hear this, but it's true. You know, the Old Testament, it's not really my favorite biblical test, but I do have to say this. There are some incredible teaching lessons embedded in the stories of Abraham. Abraham was literally sacrificing to the gods all the time. I mean, when I say literally sacrificing, you you know what I mean. It's very visual image of killing of, of an animal and and sacrificing it to the gods. It's not unique to the one God of the Jews in the Bible, but in many cultures, even human sacrifice, when we look at cultures like the Aztecs, for example, but the act of sacrificing a live creature, whether it be a goat, a calf, or a bull, by slitting its throat, bleeding it out, then burning it at the altar. I mean, if you would actually experience and see one of these events during that time, it would leave a sense of seriousness to the occasion. That sacrifice shows value to and how important God was by killing something of value. I'm not sure we have any rituals similar to the ancient civilizations as sacrifice. Yet, you need to go through your own self-sacrifice if you want to turn that vision of what you want to be into reality it's going to require sacrifice in the modern world we're so consumed with just abstract verbal explanations of things but oftentimes devoid of concrete actions the abrahamic ritual of animal sacrifices is one of those in your face get it done actions you in your sacrifice need to move from abstractions to in-your-face, get-it-done kind of concrete actions. See, for you to get out of the rut, I don't know what I want to study in college or I don't know what I want to do with my life. It is a requirement to move from this stagnant, unbearable present. And it does feel stagnant and unbearable to be a college student not knowing what the heck you're going to study for a career for a career and it's unbearable to be an adult on a job you hate you hate or you're just bored with and you have to do it for 40 plus hours every single week with a couple weeks of vacation that sucks 
and the move to the ideal future, but but you won't get to that future without action steps, without taking baby steps. Doesn't matter how big they are, but there needs to be steps every single day, little baby steps. See, when you're working to figure this thing out, there is literally no downside whatsoever. If you put in the efforts and you make the sacrifices, you're going to get closer to figuring out your path. Just like in the Bible, God blessed and rewarded sacrifices. Not by coincidence, God actually rewarded those figures in the Old Testament like Abraham, Noah, Moses, that the more sacrifice they made, the greater their wards became. And as you go into your unknown, you make those sacrifices, the greater the rewards will become. Because as you go into a new land of radical transformation, uh, things will happen. You'll move volun as you move voluntarily into chaos and unknown. And this is no insignificant sacrifice. Believe me, I get it. I've went through these types of sacrifices. It's, it's no insignificant sacrifice to go to college, invest time, invest money towards the future. And if you're a mid-career person and you want to change and you've got a life built around a certain set of, of financial uh, certainties, uh, insurance issues, even family and friends looking at you like you just lost your mind wanting to do something different. If you go through that kind of a transformation yourself and you start taking steps, every baby step is going to get you closer and closer to your ideal life and it's going to build character. It's going to build strength. So let me be real in this, in this rather short diatribe of a podcast uh, that really just started with a student feeling frustrated about what to study in college. So here it is one more time. Get this, do this, and it will bring your life into focus. I promise you it will. What does your ideal day look like? Now think about this deeply. What things, what activities, what people do you want to interact with that would bring fulfillment in that ideal day? Not easy not vacation-y, but true fulfillment in life. Now, as you do this, I can't help you if your goal in life is to do nothing but vacation, drink, and party. If this is you, my recommendation to you would be, I recommend that you win the lottery and good luck with that. But for those who want to spend a life in fulfillment, once you have that vision, then it gets more challenging. Then you're on the path. Then your journey begins. But once you see the ideal life, what kinds of jobs, what kind of careers, what kind of fields would give you the opportunity to live that life? That'll help you be able to make that first step to move forward. For some, it just might be a certification. Others, it might require a full degree. Others, maybe it's just a full entrepreneurial type situation. Heck, some of your ideal day 
Some of you that come up with an ideal day is is completely about something that it's really hard to monetize. So maybe to make your ideal day a reality, maybe you have to craft a plan that includes freelancing or side hustles that allows you the freedom and flexibility with the rest of your day so that you, you can pursue those things that are part of your ideal life. You're smart. You can figure it out. But you won't figure it out if you don't slow down to self-reflect. So here's my challenge to each of you. Starting college, you're new in a career or you're a midlife career changer considering something different. What does your ideal life look like? Once you think on it and you have that kind of in your mind, pick something that'll make it work, and start working hard. If for some reason that fails, take a different path and go at it again and again and again. Nobody's journey is a perfect straight line. There will be twists. There will be turns. There will be curves. There will be broken roads, broken bridges. But you have to get that ideal life image in your brain And then start taking tiny little baby steps. In a perfect world, you get that vision and within a year, it's all solidified and perfect. For some, it might take two, three, four, five, six years. I don't know. Everybody can be a little different depending on what that vision actually is. But you can do it if you will just start. So go out there. Figure out that life and then take that first step. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. I so hope you found value in the topic today. You know, every single day, if we can expand our perspective just a little bit on any range of topic, whether it be about our physical body, intellectual sharpness and perspective, or spiritual growth, then if we stay consistent in the long run, We all become more well-rounded people able to cope with all manner of events in life. I always appreciate you clicking like or follow to this podcast. Generally, a new episode is published every single week. And please, if you have any questions or comments, I would love to hear about them. With that, I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week until we talk again.